takes a lot of effort to graduate. And I feel like I worked so hard and I did so much extra stuff to get to where I am that it felt that much better. I felt like I did my parents proud. I felt like I did myself proud, like I did you proud, like me graduating. I felt like I just like, you know, broke a stereotype. I felt like I, you know, proved everyone wrong and I proved the people that truly believed in me right. Over one-third of college students in the U.S. are first-generation students, and more than 44% of Latino undergraduates are first-generation college students. We always hear about first-gen students' stories as they enter college, but we never get the full scope of their stories. What happens when they graduate college? Do they graduate college? What is life post-graduation like? For David Guzman, he experienced tons of trials and tribulations being a first-generation Hispanic student in America and discovers that these struggles didn't end after he graduated from college. I'm Nicole Guzman, a third-year journalism major here at the University of Denver, and you are listening to Rocky Mountain Reverb, which is a podcast meant to amplify the voices from DU and the Colorado community. Javier and Claudia Guzman both immigrated from Chihuahua, Mexico as newlyweds with hopes of raising their family in the United States and giving their future children the lives they've always dreamed of having. David was her first child, born in Aurora, Colorado, in September of 98. David grew up in Aurora for a few years, and later he and his family moved to a small town home in Section 8 housing in Commerce City. Like, when we were young, like, we grew up in a Section 8 housing complex, which was, like, Rose Hill in Commerce City, where we saw a lot of, like, bad things happen, and we're living with a bunch of people that were always sketched out about, but that was what like my parents could afford during that time so you know it wasn't uh, oh i wish we could do this like it was our only option david would spend the rest of his childhood and early teens in commerce city attending the same institution throughout high school commerce city provided a large latino community that david and his family became close to from seeing everyone at church on sundays to seeing them buying pan dulce in the mornings at the local panaderia this is what david knew and where he felt like his true authentic self Once David reached his senior year of high school, he started to notice discrepancies in his college application process. One of those challenges being financial aid. So yeah, so financial aid was where I felt like that generational gap of like being a first generation Hispanic student, simply because my parents didn't even know what FAFSA was. And to be honest, I didn't even know what FAFSA was, what it stood for, what it meant, what it did. So it definitely took a lot of work on like my parents side to get this done um just because we were all trying to learn it at once and we had that like you know we got to learn it now otherwise we're gonna struggle throughout the next four years to figure things out being the first in his family to apply for college he and his family were entering an entire new world filled with phrases and definitions they knew nothing about this is not uncommon amongst first generation students as they never truly experienced or learned about the college application process until high school. Most of the time, they're on their own. But that didn't stop David from achieving his goals, despite facing unexpected experiences like imposter syndrome when he started college. Yes, I definitely felt imposter syndrome 100% through college, mostly um, because all of my friends were white, rich people with very rich families and who had really nice cars and really big houses. 
and I felt like I had to change who I was. Like I, I felt like I had to adopt traits of somebody who was white. Like I felt like I couldn't be my true Hispanic self because I would be thought of as ghetto. Like I felt like I had to kind of mature, but not mature in a way of like, you know, growing up and being like another, like, you know, a grown up adult. Like I felt like I had to grow up to become somebody that would fit in. David had struggled with more than just imposter syndrome in his years at college. He had experienced multiple drug busts on his floor in his dorm. Police would raid their rooms looking for drugs and alcohol, even searching his room once head to toe. He was scared at first, especially not having the comfort and safety of his family and home. But the day he graduated college, he felt like all his sacrifices paid off. David graduated with a degree in business administration in May of 2021, in the prime time of the pandemic. And so the job search began. He was bright eyed and hopeful for his first job out of college. David was able to get his first job out of college at Charles Schwab, which is a pretty big banking and investment company. But it wasn't all he had hoped for. He worked 12 to 9 p.m. shifts. All his colleagues were high school graduates. It was remote, which he felt sucked since he wasn't able to make any true connections at work. He became depressed and felt like his degree had gone to waste. They had spent four years and $100,000 on a degree for nothing. Even though his parents were super proud of him getting a job at an important financial firm, the feeling wasn't mutual for him. So, like, you know, I felt like they were really proud because, you know, the type of company it was and everything. But when I broke it down, like, you know, by the work I'm doing based on what I studied, I felt like I wasn't doing what I studied. So to me, it was like not anything good. But to them, it was like this big, you know, because they were very proud of me and they were like, you know, he's got a stable job and all that, which is great. Like, I will say, like, I did have a stable job with good income coming in, but it wasn't where I was happy. Despite later transitioning to in-person work, he struggled to connect with his coworkers and even felt as though he had to change himself to fit in. He explains that if he had the chance to do things differently, he would have it in an instant. Like, I felt like if I could do it again, I wouldn't be scared what people think about me or scared about fitting in. Let I would rather find people who I fit in with and embrace who I am instead of going that route. One year later, David was looking for a new job and stumbled upon a COO position at his old high school. He put in his application and resume, and within a week, he was hired. Today, David still works at his old high school and feels more connected to his identity as a first-generation Hispanic student. He takes pride in his identity and experience as a first-gen, which has allowed him to better his school as he understands the circumstances many of his students are facing themselves. When asked what advice he had for first-generation students, this is what he had to say. Um, you know, it's going to be challenging, but I feel like because we're first-generation students, these challenges will make other things simpler in life. The fact that we've had to go through a lot of things that many people wouldn't even dream of going through, that doesn't mean that we're not worth it and that we can't handle these things. If anything, it makes us work harder, which is going to give us better opportunities in life. This episode was produced by me, Nicole Guzman. Thank you to our managing editor, Carlos Jimenez. I'd also like to thank the University of Denver's Media, Film, and Journalism Studies Department. And a huge thank you to my brother, who continues to be one of my biggest role models to this day.